Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we are doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JayArko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Today's episode brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Welcome in all of our returning and our new listeners. If you're new to the show, please subscribe, leave a five-star review. It really helps other Buccaneers fans find us. Yeah, not only are James and I back for today's episode, but we've also got another guest joining us. However, stay tuned to the end of this episode. James is going to tackle some of those Would You Rather Wednesday questions you guys dropped on me for yesterday's episode. Uh, but first, we, we've got to get our great friend, world traveler, TikTok connoisseur, if I'm saying that word correctly, because I really don't know how to say it, to be honest with you, uh, and Super Bowl champion, because Bruce Arians owed her one, staff writer at Buccaneers.com, Carmen Vitale. Carmen, how have you been? Uh, yeah, that's a loaded question. And I think you just kind of summed it up really well in that little intro. Um, I have, I'm now being referred to as a Super Bowl champion and I it will never get old. So that's great. We're having a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like Bruce Arians is probably a guy that pays his debts anyway, but I think it's it's pretty nice to be one of the people walking uh, on this planet, Carmen, that gets to say that Bruce Arians did. He 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 gave you uh, what he owed you, mm-hmm. and and I think that uh, you probably enjoyed every minute. Yeah, of that's it. that's a uh, common theme with him. You know, everyone says that BA is a man of his word. BA is man. First of all, he's a man of his word even when he's drunk, because he <laughs> got up on that stage at the parade and told Levante David, Chris Godwin, Shaq Barrett that they weren't going anywhere. And guess what? Uh, they didn't go anywhere. And in fact, all twenty-two. Yeah of the Bucks Super Bowl starters are on board for 2021. So absolutely. It's it's just a magical thing um and it's something that I really appreciate about Bruce first and foremost because yeah, he owed me a Super Bowl and he got it to me. So there you go. And I know you just got uh, sized for your ring mm-hmm. recently. I've already told you that um, I, I'm requesting, obviously, because you don't owe me anything, but I'm requesting uh, to hold that ring at some point in time, hopefully in the near future, depending on how uh, pandemics and everything else allow us to potentially be in the same space working again. Um, but Carmen, before we get all the way forward to that, we haven't talked to you since Super Bowl week, and I'm sure you've relived the moments over and over again already. But let's go back there just one more time, at least one more time uh, this week. And what was the what was the least stressful part of the postseason? What was the best part of the postseason? And really, when during the Super Bowl were you allowing yourself to get to the moment where say where you said we got this? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So the least stressful part of the postseason was actually the Super Bowl itself. I have talked about this a couple of times, but the Bucks were in control of that game the entire time. That's probably the least stressed I've been in a game, especially of that caliber, ever just like ever because there was just no letting up at that point and i pretty much had full faith that entire time the week leading up to the super bowl was one of the most stressful weeks i've ever had in my whole life or my whole career rather uh just because super bowl media availability was so interesting and just it was crazy having to do everything on zoom uh you didn't get that in-person interaction i'm not actually sure though which would have been more crazy if it would have been in person or the Zooms because you had like six or seven Zooms going on simultaneously. So I was like hopping in and out of different guys' availabilities and trying to 
push out these articles and that was really uh super stressful but the moment that i knew the bucks had it that's a really tough question to answer because like during game obviously i just said i was not stressed but the two weeks leading up to it i do remember just this air of complete confidence from the coaches and the players that i had been talking to and i i never heard them so sure of themselves and so i was like well if they're sure of themselves why am i not sure about them why am i not sure that this is going to happen like they had absolutely and i know that everyone says that they don't have a doubt going into you know these big games like yeah we're gonna win like we've got the talent blah blah blah, blah. but these guys really never entertained the idea that they were going to lose. And I think that was to wholly due to the preparation that they had. I mean, these guys really gave Todd Bowles two weeks to formulate a game plan against them. Um, and apparently the very first meeting they uh, that they had preparing for the Chiefs, Bowles came in with like 150 play cut up and was like, all right, they do this, we do this, they do this, we do this, and just went through the entire thing multiple times. And from then on, each player that I talked to said, like, there's no way we lose. Yeah, I I remember very vividly sitting in one of those Zoom calls, and I had my hand raised, and I heard your name announced, and you asked the exact question I was (laughs) waiting to ask. So I just bounced to it. I heard heard the answer to the question, then I just bounced to another room, and I'm like, yeah, Carmen – Carmen sniped me. And then I believe David tried to ask the same question to somebody else. And you got in ahead of him too. Absolutely. You guys are, you guys are just lucky that I'm not normally asking questions in Zooms because let me tell you, I got some questions up here. You need to, you ask really good questions when you do get in there. Thank you. But it's just like, as as a precedent kind of thing, like being a team, usually being a team writer, like you usually have access to ask these questions off of, you know, the media time. So I don't ever want to waste anyone's time. But for Super Bowl media availability, that was the only chance we even had to ask questions because we were banished from the building too, um, plus all the COVID stuff. So um, I was a little bit more active in asking questions this year just because we didn't have that normal access that we normally do. And so I had to take up some of your time and apparently some of your questions. So I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, it's all good. I, I was excited to be part of it at all. And and I had a blast that entire week being able being able to do that. But of course, we have more with Buccaneers.com staff writer Carmen Vitale coming up in just a moment. First, we have to talk to you about some friends of ours that are as reliable as, well, Bruce Arians when he makes you a promise to get you a Super Bowl. And that is our friends over at rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, those Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for, for, for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. more of the sports news we need in less time the Locked On Today podcast follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever 
You get podcasts back now for segment two with the Locked On Bucks podcast. David Harrison and James Jarko joined by the owner and admin of the Instagram fan page dedicated to Giovanni Bernard's mustache, <laughs> Carmen Vitali. You guys are so quick. You guys are real quick. Man. We we try to be, but you know, I had to ask this question because I even remember pointing you and Jill out on TV to my wife while watching all of this go down. But tell us about the boat parade. Who were oh you God. with? Take Wait, us. To- you're the first person. I didn't even know I was on TV. Oh, that's terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. You were on <laughs> Ten Tampa Bay. You and Jill pointed both of you out. I was like, hey, there's Carmen, and that's Jill. Oh boy. Yeah, who who are you riding with? Take us through the day. Feel free to spill as much avocado tequila as you'd like. Um, I didn't have avocado tequila, but I did have the absolute smoothest tequila I've ever had. And apparently it was Dominican Sue that gave it to our defensive line coach who then gave it to me. Um, was it, it Terramana? I have no idea what it was. Right. I still need to go back and ask because it went down entirely too smooth, which is why I'm horrified that I was on television. Um, the boat parade was, I had no idea what to expect. Uh, I'd seen the lightning parade, obviously. So I was actually kind of expecting smaller, like a bunch of little boats. Uh, and then we got there and there are these giant like starship cruise liners. And I had no idea whose like boat I was on, like who was going to be joining me, but we got there pretty early. We got a police escort actually on a bus to the parade. And I just like had these moments like throughout the day of like, what is my life? Uh, and it was just so much fun, but I was on the defensive boat. So I had a bunch of the DBs and so like, our, like I think well, Kevin Minter, uh, so like the line, but like some of the linebackers, the defensive line, um, had Vita and all his creamsicle satin starter jacket glory on my boat with me. It was, it was just a phenomenal time. We, yeah, I was getting social content. So I was technically working for most of it. And, but then, um, I've told the story a couple of times. I've put the picture on my Twitter, but because of, I was on a boat with DBs, uh, there was a beer that came from the shoreline that, it must have been launched out of like a catapult or something because it came in real hot and being on a boat with dbs i knew they weren't catching it so it ran right into my leg and immediately there was an imprint of the top of the beer can where you could see the tab on my thigh and it was like i just kind of keeled over at that point and i was like uh and then somebody just like shoved a shot in my face and was like you need this and i was like you're right i need this (laughs) So I took that uh, and then I went inside to get some ice and be responsible. And that is when I tasted the smoothest tequila I've ever had in my whole life. I sat down and our defensive line coach looked, took one look at me and was like, yeah, you need this. So uh, yeah, we get off the boat and I'm just, I don't know. I was bouncing around the whole day. Just, I have so many videos and pictures. Uh, I don't know half of what was said on the stage, but apparently it all came true. So I was kind of sitting backstage while uh, and kind of viewing everything from that angle and listening to all these guys. And it was just, it was so much fun. It was the first time, like, I guess at at the after party for the Super Bowl, we were able to kind of see each other and uh, be together as an organization. But this was, you know, the next time or the, uh, the longest time we had been able to be around each other in so long. And so it was just such a good reunion and everybody was just so happy. And it was just the culmination of just so much hard work and sacrifice that had gone into this past season with COVID, with just in general, I mean, it's hard to win a Super Bowl. 
for these guys. So it was, it was a really cool experience. And again, I just, I don't think there's any going back now though. Like you had the boat parade out of necessity, but like silver lining of COVID boat parades were born. And now they're like, I don't foresee there ever being another championship parade in Tampa that does not include boats because why would you? Yeah. That's, that's gotta be in the norm yeah. now you think it's, it's the new gold standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 But PSA to people for the next one, whoever it is, whether it's us or any other Tampa teams, don't throw beers in yeah. boats. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts a lot. <laughs> yeah, appreciate the enthusiasm, but uh, maybe not the maybe right. not the smartest. Right. At least you know, at least it's a leg bruise that can be tied to a good story instead of something worse. So that's uh, that's good at least. That's true. It still exists too, by the way. Like it's really? how many many months later? Yeah. Jeez. Man. <laughs> that's how bad it was that is tell that those is db's to catch the the freaking thing you well, know you know the age old adage of db's if they could catch <laughs> they would be receivers so. absolutely <laughs> i love them i love them and i'm very you know they i'm sure they shielded me from many more to be honest yeah. but my my fault my head was on a swivel i was trying to get some social content to jill so my fault no you were my working fault. you were working in a, in a party that's that's the mistake you made there carmen Correct. Also that. So moral of the story, don't ever work during a party. Right. right. Um, so talking about free agency and you've already referenced it, we've written about it. We've talked about it as well. And, you know, fans have loved it, but obviously all 22 starters from the Super Bowl coming back, all 22 starters really from the beginning of the season, even coming back. Um, so just a miraculous thing, an amazing thing that's happened. But I, but I would, I would be lying if I didn't say that there were moments uh, of trepidation, of concern, even that, that this, that it actually wouldn't happen that either, you know, maybe a Shaquille Barrett would get priced out basically just because how hot of a commodity is or something like that was going to happen where maybe one, maybe even two of these starters might not return uh where were you you know honestly where would you say you were on a scale of one to ten saying one is we're losing all these guys nobody's coming back which i don't think you were ever there obviously and 10 being there's no way any of these guys leave where were you kind of on that scale uh as the moments came up to where the crunch time was where the franchise tag had to be applied and these contracts needed to start to get done yeah, I was somewhere in the middle, but probably more towards the sky is falling type because that's just my personality. Um, I assume the worst and hope for the best. But I, I, but the thing was, I was okay with losing a couple of guys, not because I wanted to lose them, but because I kind of recognized the reality of the situation that this is something that hadn't been done in the salary cap era. And it's only been done, what, twice before in the NFL period, uh, keeping your Super Bowl roster intact. Um so I, I knew the odds were obviously against this team, but when does that ever stop them? I, but I was also okay with losing maybe a couple of guys just because I felt like the systems in place, both offense and defense would allow for that to happen and they would still be okay. And I felt I was, you know, I'm very confident obviously in what this, uh, this personnel staff can do in the draft what Jason Light and his team can do in the draft. I'm very confident in what they can be doing free agency too. I've always been confident in Mike Greenberg and Jackie Davidson uh, since Jackie, you know, Mike obviously a little bit longer because Jackie's only been here for a couple of, or for this season. But uh, I don't know that I knew that they were like that. <laughs> They're really like that. So they were able to keep everybody. And I was just pleasantly surprised and honestly shocked that the Bucks were able to keep everybody intact. So I nothing... You can't say enough about Mike Greenberg, Jackie Davidson, Jason Light, keeping everybody together and allowing continuity for, you know, 
for this team when that was a huge storyline from last year was there was no continuity. Now the Bucks, the tables have turned and the Bucks have the most continuity, I think, of anyone at this point. Yeah, and honestly, real quick, James, sorry, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off or anything, but uh, I actually just wrote uh, a column about that for uh, 10 Tampa Bay WTSP there um, about that very with, with the news that the Buccaneers players were going to join a couple of other teams and take the NFLPA's advice of not doing uh, in-person workouts uh, here in the first part of, of what's supposed to be the off-season program. But I did write in there that, you know, the, the fact that they have so much continuity when not even 12 months ago the lack of continuity was being held against them. And then, of course, as they came out of the gates with that loss against New Orleans, it was basically blamed on that lack of continuity and the lack of preseason games. But now you kind of look at this team, and even in the, the own statement from the players released through the NFLPA said, we've already shown we can do it. We'll hold each other accountable again. And you look at it, you're like, well, yeah, you've got – all 22 guys who literally just did this <laughs> and pulled this off. So you have no reason not to doubt them when they put this statement out uh, and you can really believe it, which I think is refreshing for Bucks fans to be able to go through something like this and look at this off season, kind of wonder when it is, they'll actually be back in person and really not have to sweat it too much. Yeah. I, you know, there's the, there's the continuity versus complacency kind of thing that is in the back of my head always, but this team is anything but complacent. So I, I feel like, you know, just because you have that continuity doesn't necessarily mean that you can just kind of rest and they're not. So I do think that this offseason program, it would be really challenging um, to get everybody back in the building. And then, you know, you're not sure about the vaccination rules and all, there's still a lot up in the air where I feel like if you know that you can do it on your own, you can hold each other accountable um, fully in support of the players making that decision for themselves at this point. It's not at all, you know, a lazy decision. It's not at all like that because it actually, I feel like, takes a lot more to work individually than it does it once you're with a team and someone's sitting there pushing you. Like, you have to be much more of a self-starter and much more of a self-motivator in order to make that work. But we have those guys on this team, and that's the reason that they are so accountable. They hold each other accountable, and that's the reason that they were able to get through um, challenging times like this one. All right. Well, Carmen, we, we know you need to get out of here. So we'll just throw one more question at you. And then hopefully we can get you back on again here soon before the NFL draft. But you and Scott, you guys do the, the draft stuff for Buccaneers.com. You do your dueling mocks and everything. How much more difficult or how much easier has this year's been, given the fact that the Bucs have no needs, they have all their starters coming back, but in the past, you've kind of been able to pin down some, some serious needs that the Bucs could address in the first round. So what's it been like going through the same process this year, but knowing that all the starters are back and that they're drafting rotational guys, complementary guys in depth? Yeah, I'm basically just throwing darts at the wall. And like, hey, maybe that, that guy will work. I really am at this point. And plus, like, just this whole draft season has been so different because of the COVID stuff, because of us being in the Super Bowl, too. I mean, usually I'm at the Senior Bowl. I'm watching these guys in person. I go to the Combine. Like, I really get in the weeds with this kind of stuff. And this year just didn't have that opportunity. So as much as I'm trying to kind of catch up and make up for that, um, you know, it, it's been a lot more challenging just from a personal like research standpoint, just because we don't have the resources that we usually have. Um, but then compound that with the fact that the Bucks could literally go in any direction. Uh, I've really kind of honed in on though uh, positions where 
the depth is utilized more. So position, like at least for the top rounds, and which is all Scott and I do, we only do the first round. Um, so I, I think, you know, in the earlier rounds is when you want to go after positions that maybe you utilize a rotation more like the defensive line. I've, I've talked about that a lot. I really like the idea of drafting an interior lineman, um, you know, in the first round or, you know, like it's kind of a sneaky good corner draft. And I know that that wouldn't be a popular move probably, but again, you utilize more of a rotation in your corners. Um, whereas with offensive linemen, as good as uh, of a tackle class as this is, and as wide open of a tackle class as this is, uh, you're really ensuring against injury there because you want to field the same five guys each week uh, for that unit because that unit thrives on continuity and consistency. So I'm thinking maybe you get more of a developmental guy that wouldn't necessarily be asked to get into the lineup right away. Whereas with a defensive lineman, you could feasibly use him in those first couple weeks of his first couple, you know, in his first season. So that's kind of where I've honed in on just like my own brain is trying to prioritize which position group would utilize depth more, but you're right. I mean, like, I'm not going to be mad about anyone really because the bucks could are just fortifying their, their roster at this point in, in the depth in, in rotations for different positions. Absolutely. All right. She's been Carmen Vitali, staff writer, Buccaneers.com, friend of the show, friend of ours, and friend of all of our listeners, of course. Carmen on Twitter and Instagram at CarmyV. Is that your TikTok as well? Because I'm not on TikTok. So <laughs> I'm not yeah. either. I've created my own monster with TikTok. Uh, I, it's, it's, my handle there is TikTok CarmyV, I think. TikTok. But um, I just started doing them for fun because I just found myself on TikTok and I was like, I don't know. I just did them for fun. But then. Of course, working for the Bucks, our, our uh, digital content team got a hold of that. Was like, oh, well, would you want to do some more, like uh, for us? Like, and I'm like, oh God, I've dug my own hole. I've dug my own grave. Here lies TikTok Carmi B. So, <laughs> well, you didn't win the social butterfly award for nothing. <sighs> yeah, that was a couple of years ago. Now, I, I got, I got to keep defending my. We didn't have it this last year, though. We didn't have the superlatives this year, this past year. So, I got to keep defending my title. All right, Carmen, make sure all of our all the listeners rather make sure you follow Carmen on all those platforms. Carmen, we appreciate you joining us. And of course, uh, like James said, hope to talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your time there uh, with the Buccaneers or whatever you have coming up. Thanks, you guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Carmen. And of course, that conversation and this episode of the Lockdown Bucks podcast is brought to you in part by our friends over at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, whether you're looking for NFL draft props, NBA action, hockey, baseball, awards, TV shows, reality TV, BetOnline.ag is the best place, and they've got you covered for all the new scores and odds. Plus, it's free to sign up. Use your mobile device or your computer. Sign up today. Use the promo code Locked On when you make your first deposit. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on that deposit. Again, that's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. April 19th through the 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Michael Lombardi our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their teams. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Odyssey is your radio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matters to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Wrapping up Locked On Bucks here today. James is going to take a stab at some of these Would You Rather Wednesday questions. Yeah, so one of them really piqued my interest because – uh, I, I have a fun story about root beer floats versus Coke floats. And I heard you say on yesterday's episode that you didn't know Coke floats were a thing. As a child, I didn't know root beer floats were a thing. 
I only knew about Coke floats and it was because my mom hated root beer. So she would order us both Coke floats. There was this little like drive-in 60 style place uh, by our house that we used to go to to eat. It was called the root beer stand. And my mom always ordered us Coke floats when we went to the root beer stand. And so I asked, why is it called the root beer stand? You know, if they don't have root beer, and she goes, well, they do have root beer. I just order the Cokes because I don't like root beer. So I got a root beer float and it changed my life and I was forever grateful. So the answer to that is root beer float. And yes, it is A&W root beer that is served at that local root beer stand. Um, so which coordinator would I rather have as the Buccaneers head coach with the, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Caveat that we lose the other one. I'm with you 100%, David. I will take Todd Bowles. To me, a lot of it does have to do with experience. It does have to do with the way he turned that defense around, has them absolutely buzzing. And, I mean, all due respect to Byron Leftwich, I agreed with you that we don't know how much of this offense is Byron's, how much of this offense is Bruce's. But at the same time, there is so much talent on the offensive side of the ball, not that there's not talent on the defensive side of the ball, but the way that it's set up under Todd Bowles is just so perfect that there's enough talent on the offensive side that they could adjust to a new offensive coordinator and be successful better than I think the way this defense is built to take it away from Todd Bowles. So I'm with you on that one. Finally, Antonio Brown versus Larry Fitzgerald. Who would I rather have again? I'm siding with you, David. It's Larry Fitzgerald, and it is 100% for selfish, purely selfish reasons. I want to see Larry Fitzgerald win a Super Bowl. I would love to see Larry Fitzgerald reunite with Bruce Arians. I would love to see him catch a touchdown from Tom Brady. I would love to see him play for the Buccaneers, as special as it is to play for one team your whole career. If I was going to picture Larry Fitzgerald in another jersey, at least he would still be wearing red because it would be with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I thought all of the would you rathers were absolutely fantastic questions. Keep sending those in. Also, make sure you're answering the question of the week. Compare three current or past Tampa Bay Buccaneers to DC characters. Could be good guys, could be bad guys, but the three DC to Tampa Bay Buccaneer comps you can do so by calling us at 813-444-5841 or you can email us a voice memo or a typed out email to locked on bucks podcast at gmail.com big shout out to pediment publishing for this giveaway uh where we're giving away the three copies of the commemorative Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl champions book. You can enter that by doing exactly what I just told you to do. Send us the voicemails, send us your emails, participate in the question of the week. You can send us in other questions. We appreciate each and every one of you. We appreciate Carmen Vitale for stopping by staff writer, Buccaneers.com. Make sure you are following her on Twitter, on Instagram at Carmi V that's C A R M I E. And then the letter V check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at locked on bucks at JRGO underscore bucks at D Harrison 82 and at bucks underscore nation. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone until then stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at locked on bucks.